Welcome back to the Compound Podcast. This is episode 161161, presented by Parse Rum. When I say Parse, you say Rum. That baby Zach. Uh, the Zach even say anything? <laughs> no. Or did he just like put his finger? Point. He's like, yep. Just gave you the finger gun. <laughs> Parse is the rum for whiskey drinkers. Go to your local Binnie's, your local wherever you get your liquor. Ask him about Parse. Ask him to get some in for you. It's the perfect time of year to start making rum mixed drinks, pina coladas. Ever had a nice pina colada in the middle of the summer? Get the three-year, mix it, get the eight-year, sip it, get the 12-year, also sip it. Be a great time. You know what I want to start with today? What would you like to start with? I want to start by talking about, just so everybody knows, we're doing a little bit early morning Tuesday recording. I think we all might have just woke up, might have just popped out of bed. I've been up for like an hour or two. Well, you're on the East Coast. You're cheating. Oh, okay. Eastern time? Eastern time? Yes. Zach, what, what city are you in? Eastern? I'm Eastern, yes. Well, I'm a little tired. I'm not going to lie to you guys. All right? I just want, to, want people to know. I want to be honest. Didn't you have a day game yesterday? Yeah, I did. Okay. Did you do some nefarious things last night? Of course not. I don't do that. And then, uh, so what I want to talk about. I'm going to get back to that. I'm just going to go right back to that. Yep. Uh, we're talking about Stroh. We'll talk about Stroman's performance yesterday. We go one o'clock Memorial Day, way ago. Wrigley was bumping forty thousand people. Uh, starting the series against the Rays, who I believe have the best record in the league, and Stroman comes out and he just dices. Hundred and five pitches. He's going to sink her away. He's backdooring it. He's throwing the slider to the corner. Then he's running the sinker in. We got he's got a splitter now. I don't know when he found that pitch. It's, it's just he's all over the place. It's unbelievable. How many hits did he give up? One. One hit. That's what we talked about it before we started recording, but seventy two strikes and hundred and five pitches and only giving up one hit. That is incredibly impressive. Impressive. Yeah. Hundred grand balls. Living in the strike zone. Ton of ground balls. He was on the edges all day. Um, he he gave up one hit. He had a no hitter going through. He did. He hit somebody in the back leg. So hit by pitch in like the second or third, and then no hitter until maybe the sixth. I think it was a, was it six? Yeah. And then um, Franco kind of like jam shotted one over Dancy's head at short, um, which was the only thing I had to do all day was pick that up and throw it in, and then. Um, and then he he walked a guy. Have you made the play on the hit? No, nah, I wish. He walked a yeah maybe should have. Uh, he walked a guy in the eighth, I think, and that was like the only. That when do you man, think that was the only? Even like, ooh. when do you think a no hitter gets like tingly? Like when do you think you get to the point where you're like, ooh, we got about something the, here? The sixth six. or the seventh? Yeah, we I'm had six, seventh. The other day, um, Lorenzen was perfect through, I want to say five and two thirds, and it was kind of like guys were kind of like looking around. I know I was in the field. I was like, hey man, we are diving for everything. You were playing that day, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, because if you weren't, you were getting subbed in. Yeah, no, dude. Remember Jay? Night- hey, remember Jay? Hey, but want to leave it? That's true. Hap, what do you think? If you get to the ninth and he's got a perfect game going, do you stick with what you got out there or do you put in Zach Short or just think, a good no, glove, like I, a great I think, glove? I think it's if you, uh, if you have, like, if you have one of those situations where you have a defensive replacement, you have a guy, put your guy in. Like, if you have, if you have a Billy Hamilton, <laughs> Billy, 
You're in there in center. Okay. You're in there. And the other guy who plays center field is going to one of the corners. I agree because it would, it would kind of suck to be the guy subbed out. I mean, you were still part of history or like something crazy, but like, you know, guys have like big guys that like play corner outfield and like, they're not the fastest guys. Like if you can get a fast guy out there that can maybe save a hit, save the perfect game, no hitter. You're going to want that. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're, if you're the guy who like Billy Hamilton's coming in to replace you, you're like, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. He's good at that. That's what he does. What he gets paid to do. Uh, Zach, can we talk about your pitching appearance? That was, we want to talk. Well, I was going to say Homer, but what do you want? Okay. To talk about? We'll start with Homer. We'll move to his pitching appearance. Then we'll move to my at bat. Homer is plural. I mean, guys hitting multiple any week. We keep, we got to keep track of all of them. I had, I had a tweet back at me. Like why so much hate for Ian? Because I kept tweeting or tweeting out like Zach's homers. I go, I mean, it's not. I'm just keeping Hit count. a fucking homer to keep up. <laughs> I was like, I'm not making fun of him. I'm just keeping count. Yeah. How, um, how sick was it, Zach? Because we were we were texting in our group text and it was like it was a pinch hit like yeah, late in the game. Hit, was, was so tied sick. or one run game? We were we were it was one one in the sixth. And right. um the AJ AJ has been pinch hitting all year. You know, I was telling I think every that's like the story of our team is we lead the league in pinch hitters and you know defensive replacements, all that. And so again, like you, you know, like if you're not starting, you're playing. Like no matter what, you are getting in the game. Like he sets up the lineup where he's going to go against, you know, the righty versus lefty, whatever, and then he's going to have weapons later in the game. So when you try to bring in somebody from the pen, it's just basic, you know, managing. Um, so again, it helps. It helps that you guys have. I feel like sorry to interject. Like you have like lefties and righties that play like every position. So like you yeah. said, it's easy to sub in and out. Hundred percent, and we're getting. I think Carpenter's coming back too, so that's another lefty that we can have off the bench. Because usually it's like three righties, one lefty, or like all four righties if we're playing against you know a team with a bunch of lefties in the pen, which doesn't really happen too often. But yeah, so like again, you know, I'm going into these games knowing that I'm going to get in, and it was kind of like the fifth inning they started moving around. I mean, it was one-one game, so not much was going on, and you know, pinch hitting Ian, you know, like it's tough like knowing when to start getting your body loose when to like really dial it in knowing like if it's going to be you or it's going to be somebody else um finding that routine and just getting your plan against whoever they're going to bring in and i happened to have faced this guy um a, like a month ago in omaha three times so like i knew kind of everything that he had um i saw him pretty well and i wasn't even I just wanted something to hit and put in the outfield, you know, like staying off the ground. It was first and third with one out in the sixth and he left a slider up and I just saw, I wasn't sitting Can't on one that. pitch. Huh? Can't hang that. Can't hang that to the kid. And I saw it just, I saw it really early. Cause usually I'm someone who doesn't really like to swing first pitch off speed. Um, it's just not what I look for. I mean, it's not like saying anything. It's I'm sure it's everywhere in tendencies and scouting reports, but you know, I'm sure that they thought it would be a free strike. And again, that that was probably my favorite moment that I've had in the big leagues. You know, getting back to the dugout, just guys were going absolutely insane. It was awesome. That was the coolest thing. Uh, I think Scotty texted it to us. Scotty Efros, friend of the pod. Um, he texted it to us in our group text. Like, I didn't see it till a little later, but like the reaction from the dugout was so sick. Like everyone oh, went nuts. It's awesome. And that's the best part. Like, 
Akil hit a grand slam the other day in a big situation, two outs, 0-2 against Cease, and we went berserk. Like 30,000 people at Comerica, it was on the weekend, it was day game, and it was just like, you can see me in the background, I automatically, like as soon as he hits, I stand up on the railing, just start going nuts, and like, there's no better feeling than getting back into the dugout after a homer or after a big, like something big, and getting back there, you know, and seeing all the guys just go nuts, there's nothing better. Will it ever get old seeing Miguel Cabrera go nuts when you hit home run? Dude, that guy is incredible, man. And it's crazy, you know, AJ was talking about this the other day, because it's I'm sure it's so hard for someone like Miggy to not play every day to get, you know, sporadic ABs. But, I mean, you saw, like, the guy is still so engaged, as engaged as he can be, like, rooting for everybody. And, you know, it's 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 still surreal, like, you know, Miggy's joking with you at the end of the dugout after you homer. It's just like, what, what world am I in right you now? You got to you got to send that picture that you sent to us to Tom and Ian so they can oh, see it. So right. Yeah, I didn't send it. Yeah, I'll send it right now. Um, Why don't you care about us? All right, I want cool <laughs> photos in our group chat. Sorry, but talk then, about your at bat, yeah. Dakota. Oh well, well first we got to we we'll stay we'll stay with Zach here. Then you get your first relief appearance, and I didn't get to watch any of it. But Scott said you'd throw it and then like in, like like back up or like put your glove up like right away. He's like slow pitch softball. Like <laughs> the last thing that I want is somebody to, like if it's, it's if it's in a real game and I'm pitching, someone lines one back at me. Like I would be a little bit more like prepared, I guess. Like you know, I'm full motion just the flow of the game. But like I, you have a good two seconds while the ball's in the air to be like, I mean, this ball's coming right back. I was throwing forty miles an hour. Did they tell and, you beforehand not to, like, try anything? Yeah, I think because they know, like, I would have loved to let it eat for a pitch or two. But I also didn't want – like, I wouldn't have wanted to hit anybody. So, like, and like that was legitimately the most nervous I've ever been in my career. Any baseball game, no matter what. Because it, we were getting blown out. I didn't want to make it, like, about me, like, do something funny. Like, oh, look at me, I'm pitching. You know, like, I wanted to get on the mound, get off the mound as soon as possible, not walk anybody, not die, you know, and just, like, keep it – to a minimum you know like i gave up one run got took five minutes all good it's tough too like you said because you're losing so it's like you don't want to like make a joke of the game like oh like we're getting blown out and zach's out here like messing around on the mound like having the time of his life that's what like i i i've again never done it before and i was in a cage and i was just like warming up before and i was like i gotta find a release point for this and my first warm-up pitch is like when it really hit me i was like i'm looking at roger jake rogers and i'm like bro so like the first pitch i actually hit him like right in the chest i was like all right and i did it the whole warm-ups and i started throwing that air cutter like if you catch the seams the right way with those balls i mean they take off so i was just like messing around with like throwing a straight one i was like hey like my little cutter here comes just throwing it like whatever horizontal break um but again, I mean, Zach's worried about his horizontal breakout. There. Yeah, he, he looked up the stats on it afterwards. <laughs> Dude, I hey, in 22 inches of vert. My bad. <laughs> How I sent it in throw? the group chat, and this, that was Zach's first reply was 22 inches of vert. Nice. <laughs> it had How it on the scoreboard. I looked at every pitch. That's so elite vert, too, for oh, those yeah. at home that don't know. Like, that's unbelievable vert. Yeah. Um, I was throwing 42 to like 46. Did you ever consider trying yes. to throw like 65, 75? So I had Ben Attendee, I think 2-1. And I was like, hey, if he, somehow if I steal like a strike here, I'm going to try to spin something, like an actual like spike curveball or like try to backdoor him with something. I was going to try to drop down a little bit. But 
because it was a lefty because I didn't want to I didn't I was not going to do it to a righty. I needed that. I needed I you to like try something like just everybody. Crazy. I think everybody throws like super, super slow now. But when when I did it in 18, I was throwing like 70 to 75. Thank you. Yeah. Like you, they go the opposite. Like people are literally just like stepping like. Yeah. It's hard it to hit, bro. It's a bad entertainment product. I miss when guys used to try. It was fun to watch guys try. Yeah, like, but like Ford pitched in college and then pitched for the Yankees and was throwing like 80, but it was like perfect BP speed and was just getting destroyed. But he was yeah. like de- laughing on the mound. It was great. I love it. That's why you got to get it to the edges. Ian, do you believe Zach when he says that he hit 93 in college or was it college, Zach? You said, Yeah, I, I can get multiple people to sign off on this. Zach's got it. Yeah, Zach's got 93 off the bump. And Bro, I was throwing, I was throwing, throwing like 88. Cents. I was throwing 88 in high school. Well, well, why didn't you try that when you pitched? Maybe they make you a two-way. You could be Shohei. You, do you see this thing? This thing's hanging on by a thread. Next thing you know, you're Shohei Otani, but a reliever. Yeah. No. Oh, the, that the, was fun. So my dad, my dad actually, growing up, he was like, because I didn't want to pitch, but I loved pitching. He was like, hey, the only way you're going D1, you want to go D1, is if you pitch. And I was like, all right, watch. Watch, Wayne. And you still went D1 as a hitter. Yep. <laughs> Just a little guy. Ooh. Also, before we talk about my at-bat, yesterday, ZS59, big 2-8. Birthday. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Big birthday. What a guy. Big. Old. We're the same age. I was hoping old. for a birthday, Homer. Yeah. Really, really wanted one. I had to, uh, I got a late scratch, in late entry into the lineup. To face of all <laughs> I was all over him, man. God. He's gross. He's been pretty good, huh? He's throwing firm. He's disgusting. He was like 96, 98. Just low arm. Yeah, we had that Taj Bradley kid throwing prize balls. 97 to 99. Yeah. That's always fun. Dakota, big A B you had, huh? <sighs> who's who's my bat brought to us by Ian? Brought to us by Neurohacker. Ah, quality mind by Neurohacker. If you deal with brain fog, like I am this morning, memory lapses and sluggish thinking, then you need to try QualiMind. Our sponsor, Neurohacker, combines 28 of the most research-backed nootropic ingredients on Earth into the ultimate brain fill formula, QualiMind. And it's been changing people's lives for years now. Neurohacker.com slash compound, $100 off. Use code COMPOUND at checkout for an extra 15% off your first purchase. Quality Mind flat out works. In fact, there's a 100-day money-back guarantee. You could try it over three months and return it for a full refund if you're not satisfied. Neurohacker.com slash COMPOUND to try Quality Mind and experience life-changing mental performance plus extra 15% off. With code compound, this is a hundred bucks off, and then you get another fifteen with the code. So that's double whammy. We call this a double whammy. The double whammy. Tell us about your uh, at bat, Dakota. So in our league, we have the double hook rule. So if the starter doesn't go five or comes out before mm. the end of the fifth, you lose your DH. So our starter had a tough day. Went like two and two thirds. Somehow I become the long guy. I don't know how that happened, but I'm the long guy. I come in in the third finish that inning, throw another inning, and then my at-bat comes up, and they're like, hey, you're hitting. And I got lucky. The starter was throwing like 84, lefty, throwing 84. But I walk up there. We got a guy on second. We're down like 9-1. to one. 
And I said to the catcher, you know, I like to like be nice to the catcher. So I'm like, don't, you know, don't kill me. Like, just be nice to me. I don't, I don't, I don't want to hit. I'm not a good hitter. Do they have a helmet to view? No. Oh, no. So we, I tried on every single person's helmet. Biggest they had was seven and three quarters. I wear an eight. The seven and three quarters, literally, I had to like, like kind of like pound on the top to like get it to go down enough to stay on my head. They had the C flap though, you know, got to protect myself. Love that. Um, but then I get to the box, first pitch, it, it was belt high. Um, says ball high. Catcher goes, the guy's seven foot. There's no way that's it can't be high. I was like, I got that up, man. I don't know what to tell you. Work the count to three one. I get to three one. I'm like, I can't swing. Like I Why? just can't. Because Why? I'm like, I, because if I swing at a ball, my manager's gonna kill me. So I was like, no, he's not. Take. You're down nine one. So I went auto take. All right, I went auto take. Three two, right down the middle, or three one, right down the middle. I was like, damn it, should have swung. Three two though, I'm seeing this guy well. You know, working the at bat, working the pitch count. Throws one down and away. I just sent the video in the group chat. I had it down and away on our K zone. It was a ball. Ump brings me up. I tried the quick like throw bat run to first as soon as the pitch crosses. Tried to run to first. Ump calls strike three. I was like, was damn it a strike? Man. Was it a strike? No, it was a ball. It was off Come the plate. On. Come on. I had, I got eagle eye up there. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you do. But what are uh, we doing? Please watch swinging. the video. Dakota trying to sell it is the greatest thing I've yeah, ever seen. So good. That's the best part is I tried to sell it and I look at the ump. I go, Come on, man. You better give that to me when I get back on the mound. That is incredible. And, uh, <laughs> the bat toss is so good. You launched it from under, under your I tried, arm. I tried to earn it. I tried to be like, nope, nope. <laughs> and I tried to run to first. They didn't give it to me. But I, I was disappointed in myself. I didn't swing the hole at bat. I didn't get a pitch I liked. You know, he was working the corners yeah. on me. Wouldn't give me a cookie until 3-1, and I was <laughs> auto-taking. Yeah, it was tough. I'm so off you auto-taking 3-1. I know. Everyone on the team was pissed. They're like, why didn't you swing? I was like, I didn't want to swing at a ball, and I don't think I have the reaction time to read if it's a ball or not. So I just didn't take or I just didn't Come swing. On. Yeah, it was it was dumb not to swing, but it was it was fun. It was a fun at bat because it wasn't a guy throwing 95 and I wasn't fearing for my life at least. But no, those are, those are even more fun. Fearing for your life up there? No. Oh way. yeah, fun. Yeah. But yeah, that was uh that was my at bat and it was fun. I, it was a ball though. Should have walked. Should have walked. We'll send that into the league see if we can get eye. that changed. Eagle eye. See if we can get that changed. <laughs> yeah, we're going we're going to need that switched around. Craig Kimbrell got his 400th save. Eighth person ever. Can I, ask a, can I ask a question? Yes. This was a, a subject or topic that was brought up to me the other day. Uh, Craig Kimbrell, Hall of Famer? Yes, I believe so. He has won a World Series with the Red Sox too, right? At least one? Did he? One. one, one. I think he's got one. One. Zach? Yeah, he had to have, right? Hall I of Famer? So. Yeah, dude. Yeah, 100% he's a Hall of Famer. Tom? Tom, you dirty dog. Don't you do it, Tom. I would say I, I need to look at the numbers more. My initial <laughs> reaction was no. He do, I, does have a World Series ring, though. He did 20, I'll read you his accomplishments. If Eight he was a Yankee and not a Red Sox, is it an automatic yes? <laughs> no, <not laughs> you sicko. You sicko. Eight-time All-Star, World Series champion, NL Rookie of the Year, NA, NL Rollage Relief Man of the Year, Delivery Man of the Year, two-time reliever of the year, four-time NL saves leader, Pitch to combine no hitter, 300 save club, 400 save club. 
3241 ERA. I think yes, because would you guys agree? I mean, we could go through name by name, but wouldn't you say he's like a top 10 yes. closer of all time? I mean, yes. I mean, the numbers with his, his there's only eight guys saves. who ever had 400 saves. Yeah. Yeah. So why is it, wait, why is this even a question? Okay. Wait, can I keep I going? Like it's hard keep for going. relievers to keep get going. In, but yes, Let me keep, keep going. going. Kenley Jansen. I don't know. Hang on. Tom, get the numbers one. up. That's a tough one. He's st- how old is he? I feel like he's still got a couple years left like to work 36. his way into that. Six relievers are tough because I feel him like and, relievers him and Kimbrel like, are the same age. But I feel like relievers, you have to like Kimbrel is definitely has a better case than Kenley Jansen, I believe. Jay Jansen is only a three time all star. Yeah. Yeah. Led the, feel- led the American League in saves twice. Or sorry. Kenley Jansen has 402 saves. He has a 2.48 career ERA. Nah, 0.949 whip over a thousand strikeouts and 784 innings. I mean, I one, one of one of eight guys is part of the 400 save club. I was going to say, I feel like if I say Kimbrell's in, I have to say Jensen's in. Finished 15th in the, in the MVP club. one year, fifth in the Cy Young one year. Like Dennis Ackerley's in the Hall of Fame, right? And he's got 390. Good point. I think I got to go yes. I think I got to go yes on both. But wait, is Bill, but Billy Wagner's not in it. Okay, he? that's wait. That's my follow up. That's my okay. follow up. Don't get ahead right. of me. Don't get ahead Sorry, of me. I was just looking at the list. <laughs> but does Billy Wagner? He isn't. He's off the ballot. He never got enough. He, was he, never, he, he never got close to like enough votes. I don't think he ever was over 50%. Then I don't know how either of those guys get in then. But that's what I'm saying. Of this generation, who are the best closers of our generation? Kimbrell, Chapman, Jensen, probably those right. three. Probably those three are like the top three off the top of my head. I think it's really hard to make the Hall of Fame as a reliever. Just, just I'm a small hall guy anyway, but I, I think Kimbrell's got probably your best argument. He certainly, I think, looking at the numbers, has a case. I think he'll get votes. I think Jansen probably is is in a much different category. Yeah. So you're yeah. saying you're saying of our of of this of this generation of well let me finish my my thing billy wagner 422 saves 2.31 era seven time all-star 0.998 whip one of the best relief pitchers of all time did not get enough votes to be in the hall of fame you're saying like in our generation of baseball players there will be 10 15 20 starting pitchers who make the hall of fame there will be zero closers zero relievers will make yeah, the hall I of fame I, I don't know if i can get behind that i i agree with tom that i'm i'm also a small hall guy but i do agree you need like like you said the best of our time like kimbrell's got to be at the top of that list of like maybe the and like when he was with the red Sox, like yeah maybe the most dominant closer of all time and the braves during that time and the, and the Braves. Yeah, sorry, the Braves, too. The Braves, he was unbelievable. And you're talking about longevity. I mean, 14 years for, for Kenley right now. Kimball's in that range, 14 or 15 years. You know, and they're not done. Yeah, Baseball be... Reference has a metric called similarity score, which su- summarizes the guy's entire career into one number. The top two results for Billy Wagner's similarity score are Kenley Jansen. And, Ken, and Craig Kimball. Craig Kimball's number one. Kenley Jansen's number two. So well, I, I think Billy Wagner should be in the Hall of Fame. 
Yeah, well, that if you think Billy Wagner should be in the Hall of Fame, then you think Craig. I think that's kind of the litmus test. If if Wagner gets in, he's at sixty eight percent this past year. Then I think so, a guy like Kimbrel is in a much better place than he was five years ago. Tom, was to your to your point, Tom, about having a small hall. There's only been eight guys to have four hundred saves. That's pretty small. Yeah, no, you're. I, mean, I listen. If Billy Wagner got in, I wouldn't have. I probably wouldn't vote for him, but he's a guy that I wouldn't have a huge issue with him going in. I think he's a really, really good player. I think you start to get into like the long-term longevity of some of these relievers. I think that's the thing that separates a guy like Hoffman and, and Rivera from the guys like Billy Wagner. It's like they were able to do it for such a long, sustained period. Do you think it hurt Wagner? Wasn't he thrown like at the same time as Hoffman and Rivera? Like, weren't they all like at the same like period? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely overlap there. So the fact that, as you said, like he was never the reliever of his generation. He was probably always the third best guy at, at any time. And he was always like, I think he used Enter Sandman for a while and he pitched in New York. Like there were the, definitely some obvious like comparing him to Mariano. You're going to be under obviously going to be underwhelmed because, you know, he Mariano is probably the greatest reliever in the history of the sport. So, amen. 16, 16 years, seven all-star games. I'm off him. Once you said he used Enter Sandman, I'm, I'm off him. Well, Keep that's it. That's Keep him Tom, out. Tom, do we even know that that's real? Or are you just saying that because you uh, love the Yankees? Okay, well, I we believe this was real, but I was, you know, I'm we need we're to, also someone fact it. check that, please. We don't right. need to I'll fact check it. Him. I'm with Tom. Keep him out. He threw, he, th- I mean, he yes, I have Billy Wagner entering the game to, to Enter Sandman. So he did use Enter Sandman. In like 2006, 2007, 2008, I have videos from all those years with with the. There with, was five different years where he uh, pitched or appeared in 70 plus games. In his last season in 2010, he was 38 years old. He had a one four three, through in 71 games. That's insane. Zach, you should be standing on a soapbox right now. That's your team. That's your guy. Yeah. Stick up for your guy. I don't know because. Yeah, I'm with you. I am. I agree. I, like, if Kimbrel or Jensen get in, I agree. How is he not in? Because he, yeah. like, he read, like, they're like, what like the, Tom said, they're the same thing. What would the argument be? Like, oh, he had more strikeout? Like, why, why would that matter if the goal for a closer is to get saves? Like, yeah. that's your only goal. Your job is literally to win the game. And he won the game 422 times when called upon to do it. Right. So, like, the Again. one the one argument against Billy Wagner is he does have a 10 ERA in the playoffs. His career mm. ERA. I mean, it's only 11 and two-thirds. Obviously, he's a victim of small sample size. But anytime his ERA starts with two numbers, it's you know 10.03. That's that's tough. Just yeah, a subtle jab. ERA, ERA as a reliever is very skewed. If All so. right. But I mean, that's that's not 10. Once you get 10 ERA, I think it's what I mean. What I mean, 11 innings, if you get one one cashed in on you. Hey. Like one, like you, you leave three guys out there and they all score. You're toast for a month. Zach's got a nine right now, so take it easy. Yeah, right? let's relax. Yeah, not all of us can have zeros in the show. <laughs> yeah, good for you, dude. I'm, I'm so with the subtle jab of like, well, the Mets were never in the playoffs. Like a real little, like the Yankees were always in it. Mets weren't. It's a good point. <laughs> it's a good point. You could I mean, easily his, say that small sample size. His playoff numbers don't look good, but <laughs> that's your career isn't made or like. For 11 about four, 14 games he pitched in his 
Yeah, I just think for a guy with a a guy with a borderline case, having really bad postseason numbers can be the difference between getting in and not getting in. I think ultimately, whether or not he gets in on on the the, I think he's got two more chances. Wagner, he'll get in on the veterans committee. He'll he's someone that whether it's now or twenty years from now, he'll he'll eventually get in. Because will will he get in because Kenley or Kimbrell get in? I think Kimbrell might get in. Kim, I I think I think Kimbrell is like. I would say like 90 10 that he's going to get in. I agree. Cause I just feel like, like we said, like for the, for 10 years, he was like the most dominant closer. Him and Chapman were like the two most dominant closers, like for those periods. Speak, speaking of Chapman, guy throwing 103 again. We faced him last week and it was like, whoa. Yeah, whoa. Like, so this is what it's like. Whoa, dude. Did you face him or no? No. He, no, but Scope Scope had to pinch hit against him in the ninth and had an unbelievable at bat, uh, and then walked against him too the next day. And he threw <laughs> the next time he threw him a three one slider, and they were up by like I don't know how many runs. And Scope takes it and turns to Salvador Perez and was like, "Hey, tell him thank you, please." <laughs> like, he, he was just throwing absolute like heavy, just Ugh, go get hit me. I dare you. He's on the Royals now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Bowling balls. Dude, so heavy. The Angels have that kid throwing 102 now. Bro, we the guy was taking college classes last year. Now he's in the show throwing the 100. ben, well, ben Joyce, 102. Everybody has somebody that throws 102. Oh, speaking of which, that was Ben Joyce, right, for the Angels? Yeah. Uh, Liam Hendricks returned last night. Pretty sick. sick. Super that cool. entrance was awesome. We saw him the other day, too. He was throwing a live BP at our stadium before one of the games. And I mean, he looked like he was throwing hard. He was into it and it was pretty cool to see it. Like I didn't get a chance to say anything to him, but you know, just to come back from that is insane. Yeah. It was so cool. And like seeing like his wife, they were showing his wife in the stands, like just going nuts. Like that was sick to watch. Yeah. Really special moment. And I mean, that was fast too. Like pretty, that's what I was going to say. Like pretty impressive. So quick. It was happening in the off season, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think it, it I, yeah, I don't know. I think he was diagnosed like in the fall, maybe, or like that's wild. early in the offseason. Tom, my next thing. This isn't a question for Ian or Zach. How much do you hate Fernando Tatis? You have to hate him because you can't take steroids, have teams chirp, chirp you about steroids, and then like be like a conductor to it. Like you can't like tease him when you took the steroids. Yeah, I, I, I honestly, I, he's a guy that to me that I'm just like, everyone knows that he, what his deal is. And I don't even think about him. Like, I know yeah. they just played the Yankees and that's why you're asking me because that everything that happened at Yankee Stadium, but like, that was the most obvious thing that was going to happen in the world. The yeah. Yankees fans were going to chant at Tatis and Tatis was going to like do something, about, you know, like I just, I saw that happening and I, I, I pre-decided to not care about it before it <laughs> happened because I saw it happening and I was like, I don't care. I won't let I this have bother the mental me. energy to care about this. <laughs> Are you mad I at him for say, ringing our, our friend of the pod, Anthony Rizzo's bell? Well, I was going to say though, I did one thing that I thought was cool was I was walking around Midtown Friday trying to do an errand after work and I saw, no joke, like 20 different groups in Padres uniform, like Padres gear, Padres stuff. So I did think that was a pretty good argument for the balanced schedule because I, I don't know when the last time the Padres played Yankee Stadium was. I'm guessing it had been a while. 
I had never seen, and granted, this is Midtown, so this isn't even like I was around the stadium. This just was, I was walking around New York City. There were so many people in Padres shirts, Padres hats, so it does seem like maybe that balanced schedule is allowing, you know, teams like the Padres, whose fans never would see them, see them play at Yankee Stadium, to now, you know, go out and see it. So I was talking about with somebody yesterday to barbecue the balanced schedule. I think there's some consensus among, like, non-hardcore fans that they like the balanced schedule so can i make yeah. an argument for the balanced schedule as well yeah of course the rays are in town playing the cubbies it's a decent amount of rays fans here really in chicago i don't know where they, know where they come from i don't know where they're <laughs> i don't know where they came from okay maybe it's getting a little hot in florida maybe they wanted to escape to 75 and beautiful in chicago but there's a decent amount of Rays fans there. There's somebody with like a Randy and Rosarena head in left field. There was, I was getting chirped by the from people from the bleachers. You turn around, like, hey, whoa, whoa, hey. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, like, we got yeah, light on guys. It was like, Jeff, can we take care of this guy? Let's get this guy out of here. It was, uh, we're not going to put up with this. This yeah, is we're not going to do this for nine innings. Um, but it was, it was, I was surprised. I mean, the last time, last time. Not the last time, but one of the one of the first times where I was like, "Oh my god!" The Blue Jays came to town in seventeen, um, and the Toronto hadn't played at Wrigley for a long time, and it was like half and half. That was the first time I was like, "Oh my god!" Um, but when teams don't come for a while, and then then they're there, um, especially when it's nice weather, kind of. Well, that's weird. The uh, the last note I had, Tom. Do you want to hit the DraftKings ad before I say my last note? Yeah, Ian, if you want to throw to me for DraftKings, it's uh, baseball, so I'll read it. All right. You didn't like Dakota's throw? You want me to throw it? Dakota, I'm bad gonna... throw. Bad throw. I'm going to catch yours, and I'm going to say, Tom. Relay, draft. relay. I hit the cutoff, man, hit, which is hit Ian, me. Hit me. shooting at home. Tom, DraftKings. <laughs> hit it out of the park this baseball season with the DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can place a $5 bet and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can take a shot at bigger payouts with the DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and sign up with code COMPOUND. New customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. That's with code COMPOUND, only the DraftKings Sportsbook uh, I may have been with somebody last night who used the DraftKings Sportsbook, had a little bit of money in the Miami Heat, and they were very happy after that game. So, you know, oh, if yeah. you're, you're watching a, a basketball game and you feel good about a team, get in the live bets. That's the best part about the DraftKings Sportsbook. It's the ability to live bet, in my opinion. Again, code compound, $5 bet, get $200 in bonus bets instantly, only in the DraftKings Sportsbook. Code compound. Nice. Um, Dakota, what's your what's your next thing? Uh, I just had two shout outs. One, they well, so they came out with the college baseball regionals yesterday and who made it. Uh, my buddy is first year pitching coach for Troy. My old pitching coach, Michigan State, is the head coach there. And they clinched an at-large berth to the regional. Pretty exciting. It was cool. We actually were nice. watching the show in the locker room and it kind of fired me up a little bit. Troy Trojans going to the regional. They're playing in the uh, – uh, they're playing against Boston College. I forget That's what region. Tuscaloosa region. Yes, Alabama regional, yes. The uh, And then the other – go ahead. Ian. Well, I was just going to say, I in the AAC, my former conference, uh, might have been player of the year. Um, the, the, the team that ended up winning 
the tournament was like nine and 40 or something. Yeah. yeah Tulane. Tulane. 19 oh my, and 40. Unbelievable. 19 and 40. And yeah. we go on I, to hey, win. Not at the right time. Anything can happen in this game. Congrats to them. What a run. And then the other one was uh, Brady Short. Zach Short's yeah. little brother in Central Connecticut State. Yeah. Heading down to South Carolina Friday night. Want to play the Gamecocks. Yeah. What a that stadium sick. that is. Brady, uh, he had a really good tournament, too. I think he hit close to 500, a few doubles, a bunch of walks. Um, Just like his brother. Fire you know? me up. Fire yeah. me up. Yeah, they were they were dominant all year. And, you know, you never know. Like we just said, never know during during conference tournament weekend. And they lost game two. Had to go through the loser's bracket. Um, they actually beat Sacred Heart twice. Oof. Sorry, Piles. Um, but, yeah, you know, ended up running through the loser's bracket and heading to South Carolina. What is what is that? Where are they? Uh, um, not Columbia. Columbia. Not, is Columbia, it Columbia? Yeah. yeah. Columbia. Um, I, Zach sent pictures of his mom and dad, like, hugging Brady. And I go, where's Avery, Zach's other brother? He goes, well, he went to one game and they lost, so he didn't go again. And I was like, that's – that's yeah. understandable. He went yeah, yeah. Friday, they lost, and he was like, all right, well, I have to work anyway, and I'm not calling out, so all good. Respect. <laughs> and it worked out. Yeah. Did you ever – did you guys ever play in a regional when you were we, in college? Yeah, we won – we beat Bryant my sophomore year. We went down to TCU, which was awesome. I mean, we got our ass handed to us, but it was – I think actually – I think only lost like 8-1. Could be wrong. But it was – I mean, they let off with a homer. The game was over before it started. <laughs> Yeah, well, Bearcats, to start the game uh, and you just yeah, like, like, what do we got? Yeah, Bearcats. Um, we didn't make the. I don't think we made the tournament our first year to go to the Big East uh, tournament, and then, um, then everybody got into the AAC tournament. There was no. You ran it. Yeah, we went down there. But you never made a regional. Did you, Dakota? No, no, we made it to the semis of um the big 10 tournament and then lost to ohio state who had a fellow teammate now ronnie dawson who set the doubles record that tournament who also i told you in the other day ronnie dawson bruce bolt guy ronnie dawson bruce bolt guy and we love Dude, that there's there's love nothing to hear about better it. than the conference weekend like the tournament like anybody gets a hit the boys are going nuts oh it's a and lens. there is no lead that is safe you have so, did you guys see the D3 game? There was a D3 game. Yes, I did see this. The Super Regionals. So this was the middle game of the best of three, game two. One of the teams, it was uh, University of Wisconsin, Stevens Point, and University of Wisconsin, Lacrosse. One of them goes up 19 to two. Oh, I did. Blows, the, blows the lead, is de- trailing 20, is, is trailing 2019, scores five in the top of the ninth to win 24 20. And force a winner take all game three. And I don't know at, what happened after if that. If you're up 19 to whatever it was, at what point do you start to hit the panic button? Like 19, because like even if they score eight runs and it's 19 11, you're sitting back like, go ahead, score eight more. I dare you. Well, I think like, I would, I like counted, I looked at the box score that I, I saw it on Twitter and it was like they cut it to like 19 13 after one of the innings. And I was like, you might be, you know, a little tighter of a butthole towards like when it's 19 13. Last what? game, like, not a lot of not nervous. a lot of pitching. Dakota, close your eyes. The last game of this series, the uh, lacrosse, who was the team that was down nineteen to two, made the comeback and still lost. Won the last game of the series, sixteen to ten, to Jeez. go to the college D three World Series. What a group of hitters, huh? 
Those guys are swinging. They opened up the game with seven runs in the first inning lacrosse after they got the 19 to two take it over. So they were ready to go. Absolutely swinging the sticks. Speaking, speaking of swinging, Aaron Judge is like the best. He is the best hitter in baseball, right? Tom, you can say that is unbelievable, dude. He missed missed 10 or 11 days and still has how many home? I don't know, 17 homers. Am I wrong? Well, we need Tom now. You said Tom, stay out of it. You said Tom, stay out of it. You can come back in right now. (laughs) He had two homers yesterday. He's got 17 homers. And robbed a homer. Yeah. he he. I was saying this to one of my friends. He robbed a homer also over the weekend at the stadium. And he's so tall. He's the only person who robs a homer. And you're like, that wasn't even that exciting. Like, he barely jumps. He just kind of reaches up. And you're like, oh, that was probably a homer. And that's like a routine play for him. Because it's like not even exciting to watch him rob a homer. He already has 17 pumps, sitting three hunch, just like. I think I don't have him on the home run counter. That would, I'd be tired. Boys would be in trouble. Just, and your, your screen time would be way up. Oh, yeah. Way up. Can we talk about Ryan Dawson's Bruce Bolts just for a second? I mean, this guy of course. is going out there raking for the counter clocks and wearing Bruce Bolts. The red one. Uh Sorry, little interruption there to the ad. Um, <laughs> I but I love Bruce Bolt. Ronnie Dawson loves Bruce Bolts. Hundred percent real Cabretta leather. They fit better, last longer than anything that I've used. And if Ronnie's using them, then I'm using them. Go to the website. They got new baby blues with the with the wrist strap and everything. They're going to be back in stock. Go check them out at Bruce Bolt. Dot us bruce bolt us i've got um, an arm sleeve of bruce bolt coming that i'm excited to yeah test big out deal. big see deal how, see how it's feeling i can't wait to hear your reaction to the arm sleeve good Heck for recovery yeah. kids love him maybe zach might need one after his inning i don't know arm might That's be a little sore the um the next day is like how's your lat you're right throwing all those balls back there <laughs> Are you gonna uh, are you gonna get in the bullpen? You gonna mix in a, a bullpen sesh once a week? Give, get yeah, yourself... like how many jokes have you made to like your pitching coach? Like, hey, you want me to come throw a couple? No, dude. Oh, no. <laughs> You're out. You're like, no, th- I'm I'm good. I I, God forbid it happens again. I mean, I would I wouldn't I would do it again. Wouldn't I would? No. Oh, okay. I was gonna say if AJ says, hey different? man, you got to throw the ninth. Like you don't. Yes, really I would. I would mix speeds up a little bit different. Um, like I, I threw every single one, like 42 to 46. Um, yeah, you got to mix and match. They're too comfortable in there. And that's what the first base coach said to our coach or our first baseman. He was like, Hey, like if he had like 60 right here, like somebody would get blown up, you know? But again, like I only face one lefty and I'm not throwing a ball a little bit harder. Little does he know you've got 93 in the tank. Hey, I don't know if I do anymore, but <laughs> let's get down that slope. Use the lower half, you know? Yeah. Good point. Was it at home that you pitched? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. It's a nice mound. Yeah, it was a good one. It was – it's funny. Like, I remember pitching when I was a kid, and I would always go to the right side – or the first base side of the rubber. And as soon as I got out there, like, just subconsciously, I went to that same exact spot when I was ah, – Should have went third base side against the, the righties, tried the to get righties. a little, you know, come yeah, from behind them. I, I know. I would do a little, like, turn my whole body and then throw it, but I was like, all right, it's enough. You should have done some like Johnny Cueto, like lift and pause, like. But teeter. dude, like that's what I was thinking about it. But again, like I didn't like we were losing, we're getting our ass handed to us, and I'm like, it sucks that you never like they never put in position players with a big lead because usually that means your starter went like seven, so you have a full bullpen. Like you're never gonna go out there and do it like when you're winning. So it's I like know. when you're losing, you're like, well, I don't want to mess around and like 
right. make this a joke. And how about AJ wasn't even there? He was at his um, daughter's graduation. Um, so like the next day, he was just like, yeah, good inning. Thanks, Skip. Need another one. I got you. <laughs> Anytime. Ian, when is your London series? Ooh. June uh, 23rd, 24th. Oh, I thought it was coming Because oh. you guys go out I'm west. so jealous. We're going to Chicago in two days, and, of course, we're not going to be able to. Yeah, we're going. We're going to the West Coast for uh, I don't know a month. Zach, can we talk real quick about when Ian yells at us for being on his phone and he's openly like showing his phone on this camera right now? Yeah. <laughs> this is for the pod. It better be. For the pod. You check much. your check your phones. Okay, I'm just trying to show you what it looks like to have a zero. Oh, is it you pitching? <laughs> it hasn't shown up yet. Look at what this is oh, what it is. looks like, okay, boys. You gotta get it to the edges. Mid 70s, too. You kind of throwing gas. That's the what no, I'm saying. You can't no throw sleeve the puck Ian Hap is funny looking to me. I don't know why. Yeah, I feel like weird. you are not a no sleeve guy, like ever. Here, let me show you. <laughs> this is the I think this episode's Tom. going off the rails a little bit. I was Tom, like, Tom, you gotta put that video in, or else people are gonna be like, What's yeah, going on? Yeah, baby, right kind of edit this section because it's going off the rails. But we're all right, Tom. Okay, we're all right. Are you, do you see? Do you see me? I'm nasty. Okay, I'm nasty. 75 with run. That's what I'm saying. Got to get it to the edges. What was your vert? And horizontal. <laughs> I actually did throw. <laughs> Zach's video oh is so funny. Oh, terrified. Zach throws it and like goes, eh, <laughs> not at me. <laughs> you see that little. You see Way to get down the mound, Zach. Huh? Way to get down the mound. Yeah, you know, a little Ian, that ball. one to Dexter Fowler was actually kind of gross. That's what I'm saying, dude. That that had some good run on it. Like Tom said, like that's actually got some good arm side. Oh that's my a, god. Zach. Uh, you know, hey, six point eight inches of horizontal and six point four. I don't think Zach's allowed to talk. He's the first major league pitcher I've ever seen flinch. I don't think once you flinch on the major league mound, we can't talk about your verdict. Well, I said it to Zach after I go, it's a lot closer than you realize, isn't it? Like it's it's scary out there, man. Like they can yeah. hit it back at you real hard. But again, I think it was the time that I had to think about it from when I released the ball. Yeah. Where I'm like, oh fuck, that's right down the middle. Like, but those hands don't sleep. You would have been fine. Yeah, but my face does. <laughs> I don't I don't know if you saw my spin efficiency there. 99.5. Hey, I'm looking at your oops. Your can't teach vert. that. I'm looking at your vert and your horizontal, though. We gotta we gotta work on that. If you're gonna throw would... sinkers, we can't have 6.4 horizontal. Zach, did they check you for sticky stuff after that? No, I was I was kind of like walking around. I was like, come on, come check my hand. It's sticky. I put some stuff on. Well, so in my glove, it's, it's an older one. Zach, it's a 10 game for relief appearance. Throwing well, dude, so before I went out there, I was like, hey, guys, I have like, this is like a really old glove. Like I have dried up pine tar on my glove. Like, I mean, old, old, like if anything, it makes it slicker hey, right wink, now. Wink, right, right. It's old. And I was like, hey, like. Am I good with this? And they looked at me like I was crazy. I'm like, no, 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 no. I've seen position players get checked before. I'm not getting banged for for 10 days without pay and without losing a roster spot. It's not happening. I'll go out there with yeah. no glove before I get banged for that. Well, no. How scared you, would you, you have been with no glove? Yes. Scared I mean, at glove. that point, at that point, you don't have a glove. Oh. <laughs> uh. That is hilarious that you hit or you pitched and I hit on um, yeah, the, the same in the same week. Same day? Let's, no, same week. 
I let's hit get to the slow screen time before I have to run, and then we wouldn't do screen time. And then the people would, uh, they would go to John Boy and they would uh, storm the building and take Tom out into the streets. That's what Jesus. would happen. All right. Well, let's prevent that. Sloan's the world's leading manufacturer of commercial plumbing systems. The company is at the forefront of the green building movement and provides smart, sustainable, and hygienic restroom solutions by manufacturing water fisher products, including flushometers, faucet sink systems, soap dispensers, and fixtures for commercial, industrial, and institutional markets worldwide. To learn more, visit Sloan.com. Say your times. Say your times. Four hours, one minute. Nice. We had we had a double header, so it was a good day. I had five five. Ian probably still beat me even after I said it was a good day, but yeah, I crushed you. I yeah. had a, I had a day. Two you were in Chicago. What'd you say? Two thirty one for me. Ugh, you're in oh, Chicago on Memorial Day. You better not be on your phone. Seven forty three. That's not bad, Tom. Honestly, Tom, anytime you're under eight for a full day, I'm impressed. But can I say one thing? Tom said, yes, he was like, I'm taking the weekend off. He was like, I just crushed. I just edited the biggest edit ever. I, I killed it. Nasty. And he was yeah. like, I'm taking, taking the weekend. Don't couple... bother me. He said, he said, don't text me. Don't call me. Phone's I'm off. I'm out. But yep. he was still on his phone for eight hours. He Talk said he was going to have Jake quite, if you need me. He said he was going to have quite a bit of parsley rum yesterday. Yep. And that's why we were a few minutes late today. It's all good. Yeah. He woke up. We we saw him. He woke up with I a bottle on his chest. It. it was like, "Jeez, <laughs> Tom, the black eye easy, and everything." Make it easy. He's That's gonna episode, cut this. You can't cut this. You Tom. can't do cut not. This. You cannot cut this. You cannot you cut this. At Sloan Screen Time, presented by Sloan, go out to Sloan.com if you need a couple of flush meters for uh, your next commercial like project. Parsay, you're gonna say go uh, out to Benny's for Sloan. No, nope, I wasn't. I was not gonna say that. That's episode uh, 161 of the Compound Podcast presented by Parse Rum. Send Tom at the Compound uh, account a video of yourself, maybe making a pina colada with some Parse three-year. Okay? ParseRum.com. Go get the three-year. Go to Benny's, get the three-year. Wherever you get the three-year, get the three-year, make a pina colada. We'll see Ooh, you next week. One more thing. Ah, ah. This was, I hopefully people are still listening. We were in Charleston, West Virginia, had a day game, went out to dinner, and a person came up to me and said, when I say parse, you say rum in Charleston, West Virginia. I said, that's kind of crazy. Compound travel. Love it. It's the whole country. That's why they'll come to New York and storm and take time into the streets. 161. <laughs> <laughs>